0: On this episode of the Austin Spotlight, I sit down with Angelique Dale of Four Points Mom Travels. We discuss how she was able to turn her passion and hobby for travel into a full-time business, as well as the challenges that currently face the travel industry. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and as always, would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast. And good, I can say good afternoon because it is exactly noon at this point, and just want to say hi to everyone. Uh, this is Troy Schlicker with the Austin Spotlight, and today I am joined by Angelique Dale of Four, po- Four Points Mom Travel. How's it going, Angelique?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, trying to stay warm with this crazy crazy winter Texas weather we've been having lately, but it's, it's a nice change. <laughs> soon enough, soon enough, it will be a hundred degrees out and we'll all be complaining about that. So I try to, try to take it all in stride when it's, you know, chilly and we're getting to a reprieve from that. So, um, but yeah, no, I really appreciate, yeah, really appreciate you taking the, taking the time to to join me today. Um, I had kind of seen some of your stuff uh, on the social media and whatnot, since we're actually not that far apart neighbor wise as well, too. And and wanted to bring you on because I thought you had some really interesting stuff as well as kind of travel focus, which, again, with the snow coming. Right. Like who would have thought Texans need to go south for the winter? But maybe we do. And so uh, just wanted the chance to yeah. uh, to kind of bring you on and, and hear a little bit about your story. So tell me a little bit about kind of your, your journey to Austin. Uh, were you one of the rare native Austinites or is it a little bit uh, more exciting journey than that?
1: Um, I don't know if it's exciting, but it's circuitous. Uh, I grew up in Dallas, Fort Worth, but I ended up coming to Austin for college, so hook them horns. And after college decided my radio television film degree was a great stepping stone to go to law school. I don't, I don't get it either, I, I don't get it. But at, at that point in my life, that's what I wanted to do. And went to law school at SMU up in Dallas and ended up passing the bar, getting an awesome job as a consultant for a company that helped prevent sexual abuse um, within youth serving organizations. I worked there for about 11 years. It was awesome. It, I loved my work. I was very passionate about our cause, and I loved that I got to travel. And so I had about a million miles on American Airlines, traveling all over the world, getting to go to so many cool places it was just perfect and then we decided my husband and i decided it was time to start a family and of course as we did that some of our priorities shifted a bit and me on the road um three out of four weeks wasn't really ideal and so we i kind of scaled back scaled back my travel a bit and then after i had my um my son and then after i had my daughter really traveling just wasn't um The priority for our family at that time, and so that's when I kind of started thinking about: is this um, what I want to be doing? And I stepped away from my role that I had for, you know, eleven years, and decided I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And that's when I really dove right into FourPointsMom.com, which is my website, and that was really created as a resource for local moms here and our area in Austin called the Four Points. And I, you know, we live about 30 minutes from Austin, even though we're Austin proper. Um, And I, you know, as a mom, I'm looking for things to do with kids. Like where are the best playgrounds? Where are um, places to go for indoor activities when the weather's like this? Where are splash pads? And really for us out here in the Four Points area, so Steiner Ranch, River Place, Grandview Hills, There really wasn't anything. And so I created this website and had so much fun just updating it regularly, a little bit about my life, a little bit about Austin, things to do with your kiddos, started some great partnerships with local businesses. And I did that for a while. And in doing that, I would post a lot about our travels because our family, we travel a ton. Um, That's a passion of mine, passion of my husband's. And I would post about our trip to Hawaii, or, you know, we went to San Francisco, here's where we stay, here's what we did. And every time I would post, people would ask me for recommendations and I loved giving them, I loved helping them with their travels. And then when we went to Disney, that's when it kind of my light bulb went off because I realized I love doing this. This could be a job. You know, people kept asking (laughs) me, why don't you do this? Why don't you help people? Um, And I realized, yeah, I really, I really should look into that and so um last january actually is when i started as a travel agent i found a great agency with some really incredible agents who have been doing this for years and years and years and with their experience i have just jumped right in couldn't have picked worse timing worldwide (laughs) um but i've learned so much in the past year I don't think anyone could have learned as much in one year, you know, no. <laughs> rather than starting now. I know all about cancellations and rescheduling and um, why a travel agent is great for a client that doesn't want to spend hours on the phone, you know, those types of things. But now here we are, you know, 2021, we're looking ahead. People are optimistic. And that's kind of where I am now is really just building that part of my life and both my kids are in elementary school. So now it's, you know, that's my full-time gig and it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. I got to go back to kind of one of the earlier parts, Uh, your early career, you mentioned you got to travel quite a bit for your job and racking up all the miles and stuff. Were you (laughs) the type of person then that would use those miles when you had a week on end off or a week off? Cause I know having worked with a lot of different um, people in real estate, I I know a lot of people that have to travel for work and a lot of them will be like, you couldn't pay me to go to an airport when I don't have to travel because they're you know doing it Monday through Friday. You know, most of them, most of them yeah. are like, I just want to sit at home Were you, or did you enjoy? And so they have all these miles that they never use from that standpoint. And so were you the type of person who, Hey, I have all these miles. I can go to anywhere I want almost free of charge and took advantage of that. Or do you kind of enjoy the putting your feet up and relaxing?
1: I took advantage of it. I loved it. And I think especially before having kids, it was so easy, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And my husband was in his, so he's a physician. And so we actually, our family, we we were in Dallas and then we moved to Seattle for his residency. And then we moved to Wisconsin for his fellowship before finally coming back here because it's where we wanted to end up. And as we were able to go to all these different places to live, I mean, it was great. We were traveling everywhere. You know, it didn't matter if he had time off, if I had time off, we were on the road. I, I still, I go into an airport and, you know, just looking around people get so stressed and it's just like piece of cake. Like this is, I, you know, old, old news to me. you, you um, got,
0: got your yeah. team down. Very, very nice. I, I would imagine, <laughs> uh, we say with all the cancellations and stuff that you've been having to deal with over the last year, you probably have a lot of, um, better context than even most travel agents necessarily for, you know, hey, American Airlines, so you have direct contacts to people <laughs> and stuff that We Don't skip the eight hundred number from that standpoint. Yeah, oh, just gosh. get get the, or that and or you know the prompts. Like you get on there, you don't have to listen to all the whole music like, what? okay, six. Okay, now you're just like six two four and then you're right <laughs> through where you to go. Yes.
1: Yeah. For my for the flyers, oh yeah. Um, and that is, I think this past year it's funny because I mean I never really even knew why anyone would use a travel agent because I mean I've just always yeah. worked my own travel my family we never use travel agents. Um so I just didn't really understand their benefit. But this past year I think everyone under you know, like anyone that has that has used a an agent this year, they're like, thank you for being on hold for me for two and a half hours to get my money back. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Um yep. and so yeah, I know i know. All the- And I know how to multitask while being on hold as well. So
0: (laughs) for your business, so kind of, I mean, obviously you mentioned you kind of started as an idea after the Disney World trip. Uh, Was it just kind of a matter of kind of organically reaching out to friends, family, people who were kind of talking to you either through, through those connections or through the four point site and, um, and just kind of giving them helping them with their travel needs or was it really kind of a, Hey, let's put a business together and try to go find clients from that standpoint, which, you know, kind of, how did that come to fruition?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's been a little of both. I actually was sitting down earlier and kind of not today, but last week thinking a year ahead and you just marketing, you know, where am I going to focus my efforts? And I would say it's, um, it's a little half and half. So people who, know me um and they're like oh you're you're the expert i'm going to turn to you and so friends family um then they recommend people of course but then also yeah just organically through my social media through you know being online and then also i'm I'm part of a larger agency right and so you know that that generates business as well for me which is great
0: yeah. And then having the kids too. It's amazing from a parent standpoint how often, oh hey, you know, the kids aren't are, oh, why weren't you why weren't the kids at soccer last Saturday? Oh, we took a trip wherever. Oh, we've been thinking about that from that standpoint. And so there's just so many communications like that that kind of spark uh interest as well, too.
1: Yeah. So well, and hopefully moving forward, like I said, this last year I haven't been able to share much of that. Okay. It has been harder. I haven't yes. gone really many places, but.
0: <laughs> have, you, have you, in that regard, have you seen, obviously, you know, March, everything just shuts down and we all think or hope that it's really just a couple of week, maybe a month kind of hiatus from living our normal lives, which has not been the case. Uh, to me, it feels like people have kind of, while they're probably, you know, Cruises, I'm sure well, there are cruises, they're not happy at the same level and international travel and those kind of things. Are you seeing a divergence into other types of travel? Again, I'm sure not at the scale it was pre-pandemic, but people still being like, I've got to do something and you know, gotta recharge and find find ways to do stuff. So and I get for me personally, I've seen more people do road cross-country road trips or you know, a, a road trip to Napa Valley or, or things of that nature that are um either United, you know, within the United States or or even a little bit more local from that standpoint? Have you seen um, that uptick over the last few months from that standpoint?
1: Yes. And so I think this year it's just been very different. Right. And so there are so many people, if you have the means and you do want to travel, if you're comfortable with traveling, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, that's I guess just to take a step back, that's kind of my whole thing is like, I'm not pushing travel, but if you're comfortable sure. to travel, I can help you. Or if you want to think about like fingers crossed being comfortable this summer and the fall, you know, I'm here. And I would say most of the people I'm helping right now, that's what they're thinking is summer, fall. Um, but yeah, I would, I was, you know, I heard about an article the other day where, Two years ago, the most popular destination in the United States was New York City for travel. This year it's Park City, which is funny because yeah. that's my family's favorite place <laughs> to yeah. go is Park City. I'm actually posting a blog post this week on our you know Park City vacations because we like it's a great place in the summer just to get outside. It's a great place mm-hmm. in the winter, you know, for skiing. My husband and son are there right now. Um, and so, you know, it, it is interesting to see that shift where I'm seeing a lot of people feel comfortable, especially if you don't get, you know, that's something I help with too, is, you know, if you wanted your own vacation home or your own condo, so you're not having to interact with other people, you know, you can still socially distance in your own place. Um, and so, you know, that, that is certain, we've seen a shift towards that. Um, and even for our family that's what we we've, we've done you know when we went mm-hmm. this summer we 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 did that um and so yeah there's definitely a shift um, you know as far as where people are staying what's important to them wanting to you know ask about capacity you know right now in mexico you know I think the capacity gotten up to 50 percent within the resorts and so you know, that's huge, too, because if you think about it, if you're going to go, you know, hang on at the pool, you don't want to be right on that, you know, top of the next yeah. person. And so mm-hmm. they, you know, these, these resorts, these destinations are really thinking and thinking, what can we do not only to keep, you know, our staff safe, but to keep our, our guests safe as well.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, our our family did the same thing for the holidays as we rented out a house. So that way, you know, it was just we could still all kind of be together, from that standpoint. But we didn't have you wouldn't have to worry about again it being a hotel or being other places where you'd have you know mass amounts of people and stuff. Not that, um, not that some interaction you know is is going to happen in most cases, but it, it definitely cuts down on it from that standpoint for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, and you mentioned your, your son and, and husband uh, up in Park City right now. I, I appreciate you staying home just so you could be on the on the podcast with me. Or, uh,
1: <laughs> I well, I wasn't invited. This was the voice. <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> which is which is good for them to do, I'm sure. Sometimes too. So, um, yeah. So from a from a travel standpoint, um, have you so you say Park City has been kind of the premier de- or the most popular destination this year have you seen with the start of the new year hotels airlines whatever um, pushing different types of travel that's been really popular or, or seems to be connecting with people that are wanting to travel from that standpoint whether it be the you know going down to a um, resort down in mexico or other you know other types of stuff i imagine that most most travel destinations have pretty good sales going on from that standpoint. And so kind of what what are you seeing? Where is it, maybe where's a deal to be had from that standpoint?
1: Yeah, I think right now Mexico's definitely the most, um, where I'm seeing the best deals, whether that's you know, airfare, um, just to even get down there. But then also once you're there, we're just seeing great packages um, to where you, know, you bundle it. That's the other thing, if you're bundling vacations where you're getting your airfare and your resort together that's where you cut into the cost um, and so you're you're often if you if you divide it apart and you say how much are you think for airfare and then how much can you get this resort for your airfare price doesn't change and so they don't give discounts to anyone <laughs> really is what happens so the airfare you're gonna have the same price there regardless But whenever you're working with a supplier and they put that resort together with the airfare, you'll see the price slash of the resort. And so even if you go separately, we're seeing great deals. But then whenever you package it together, it's going to even go down further. And so we're seeing that with with Mexico specifically. I mean, the prices are just crazy. Um, and, And most of these resorts down there are all inclusive and I know some people think like all inclusive, oh that you know, you think of gross food, you know, water to drink. Well, they have really nice all inclusives too. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. And, and so, you know, I would say out of the places I've been probably my out of my top five resorts resort data, three of them are all inclusives. I mean, it's just they they do it really well. <laughs> and so sure. you you can you can always find something with your budget. Um, that works. Yeah, Right now, Mexico, great, great, great deals. Um, also the Dominican Republic. But I would say if you're here in Austin, Mexico is going to be the, your, your best bet. because It's easy to get to. Easier, easier um, flight, there yeah. are some, yeah, there's some non-stops um, worst case scenario. You, you go through Houston, you go through Dallas um, with a short layover. And so that's, that's where I'm seeing the best bang for you. Yeah. That's one of
0: the things I've noticed. Um, since moving down here is like Mexico or the, the uh, Caribbean, like a lot, like it's, you would think, Oh, going to Hawaii, not that big a deal, but it's almost more of a hassle other than you don't need the passports out of it to get all the way over to Hawaii than it is to take a couple hour flight and be in, be in Mexico and um, start enjoying your vacation yeah. versus uh, for us, tall people be still be scrunched in a plane and dealing with, deal with all that.
1: Well, and Are you st- it's, Probably a third of the price to go to Mexico.
0: So yeah, exactly. Are you are you seeing anything in the states like more? So say someone doesn't want to leave the country. Um, you know, are you seeing any good? What What are some popular maybe a weekend destination road trip destinations? I don't want to go to the airport. I don't want to deal with with that side of things. Uh, any anything that pops up there?
1: Yeah, I think right now. Um, you know, going down to JW Marriott, uh, Hill Country, that's a great, easy um, jump <laughs> for us, you know, to get in the car and be there in an hour and a half. And the is just amazing. Um, great restaurants on site, golf, if that's what you're into. And then also just being able to walk around San Antonio. Um, same with Dallas, like I said earlier, my husband and I, we lived in Dallas for, I wanna say, well, I lived there, I think five years. And he he moved up a year later. Um, And so I was there for five years, but I haven't really spent time in Dallas since we moved away and we moved to Seattle and then kind of made our route back to Austin because Dallas really, it was never our favorite place. It's just very, we are Austin people, didn't really love Dallas, just a little too um, formal, fancy, I don't know, Um, but we went just a couple of months ago, my husband and I went and spent the weekend there, and we were just blown away by, you know, how nice it is up there. Like, there are just incredible hotels you can go and stay at, and the restaurants. Um, but obviously, you know, thinking of the COVID numbers and, and planning ahead, and hopefully we'll soon to continue to drop down. But, you know, it really is, that's an easy weekend <laughs> to get away yeah. if you don't want to get on an airplane, just a you know three, three and a half hour drive to Dallas to check out awesome restaurants and really nice hotels.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned uh, JW down in, in San Antonio, or even like Barton Creek uh, here in Austin, because golf has gotten even more popular because it's kind of a um, COVID proof would not be the proper way to say that, but you have that social distancing (laughs) built in, in the most part from that standpoint. So you can still enjoy an activity, be outside as long as it's not forty degrees out, uh, and you know still kind of get away and and do those kind of things from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, and I mean up in Dallas, they have the the Katy Trail, and so just I mean being outside. I mean that's the thing. I feel like all of us probably haven't been outside as much as we have this year. <laughs> and so oh, just for being sure. able to get out and yeah, take take in what you can and just becoming appreciative, I guess, of the things you took advantage of. For us, we were like, when we were in law school and med school, we did not get out enough. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of reading Fort Worth, a good one too. Yeah. There's also the Gay Lord up in Grapevine.
0: that mm-hmm. well, was going to say, you're, you, you mentioned you get, uh, you know, do a lot in Dallas necessarily while you were, or didn't enjoy it as much. I can't imagine being up there for law school left a lot of time to just kind of spend leisurely uh, doing, doing whatever you felt good or whatever you wanted to that way. We, but, we uh, managed. We,
1: we had, yeah. I think I had plenty of, um, too, too much fun probably. Too much fun uh, sometimes too. <laughs> but I, I that, didn't have any money to go and stay at the Yes. hotel. <laughs> yes,
0: very much so. And I, and I couldn't agree more with your, uh, having spent more time outside. I actually am someone who fortunately does spend it time outside, but like the river place nature trail was a huge thing for me when everything, all the gyms and stuff initially closed because I don't, not a huge, just cardio guy. I like to work out, but when there was none of that, like I, I did the river place nature trail four or five times a week and, I've done, you know, I did it more in a, the six month stretch, five month stretch that it was uh, everything else was kind of completely shut down than I had in the 15 years that I've lived in Austin. So it was, uh, it was nice. And it's still fun trail to go hike.
1: Yeah. That's my backyard. We were out there last weekend and my husband it was like, cause he was leaving to go skiing and he did that. And he's like, why did I do this right before leaving? Like, I'm not going to be able to move my legs. <laughs> It's a tough trail.
0: It is. Yes, it is. Um, kind of any any kind of final, maybe general tips, uh, tips or tricks or anything to uh, kind of give people as they're considering traveling from that standpoint?
1: Yeah. Um, a few things that come to mind would just be always ask about promos, like what prom- promos are out there. And, you know, if we know to if we know them, we're going to let you know. And, um, but sometimes if you're looking for something specific, maybe I didn't know about the specific resort. So I can certainly look in and find out any promos and that can easily save you hundreds of dollars. Um, just asking about promos and then also travel protection or travel insurance is what a lot of people think about more than ever. I recommend that now. Um, it's very minimal cost often. And so it can be I mean, I know for Disney trips, it's like $88 a person um, for adults and then next to nothing for children, I think under $10 for for each kid. And so if you you pay that, you'll get. mm
0: -hmm. Has that gotten more expensive during COVID because I'm assuming it's been used more like regular insurance has or is that kind of still stayed relatively the same cost-wise?
1: Yeah, what I've seen is, for, for some of the packages, it's just been like a little bit of an annual increase like we would have seen before. But for some of them, yeah, sure. Um, with, but we actually now have more options. And so before you had less options, like, okay, you either buy the travel insurance or you don't, but now you have more of a, if you want a full refund of your entire package, it's this amount and that might be a couple hundred dollars versus if you are okay with just getting um, credit to future travel, then that might be less, um, and so you would purchase those knowing that you can go in and cancel at any time, and you don't have to worry about being on the hook. I mean, I have a client who um, was travel was supposed to travel this past September, and it was a six thousand dollars trip to Hawaii. You know, and so if with that travel protection, I mean, so they're not on the the line for six thousand dollars. They paid a couple hundred dollars and now, you know, they don't have to worry about anything. And of course, with COVID, I will say that's another thing to keep in mind is to ask, like, what what is the refund policy? What is the, re you know, if we cancel, we reschedule, what are our options? Always ask about that because right now with COVID, we're seeing more flexibility than ever. And so most resorts, most packages um, that don't include airfare, you're going to be able to get all of your money back. Um, It might not be right away, Um, it might only be travel credit, but you're not going to see a lot of cancellation fees right now. With airfare, you're going to get credit. And so unless you pay for travel insurance and you have specified that you want that level of insurance that you get all of your money back, you're going to often just get $1,000 to put towards your next um, American Airlines flight and you have until the end of 2022 to use it, for example
0: makes sense. Do you remember what other tips you were going to say or did I derail you enough from that standpoint?
1: Uh, (laughs) No, I mean, I think I was talking about that. Um, Another thing to think about is locking in pricing now. And so right now we are seeing so many deals because as places reopen, they're wanting tourists to come back. And so take advantage of those deals that you see now because You can always go back in, not always, I don't want to say always, I hate saying always. Um, Most of the time with these packages, if a better price does come out, you can get the best price guaranteed. And so say you book it now to travel in October and in July, they release some special promo for the fall that could save you a couple hundred dollars extra. Um, We can usually be able to call in and apply that. Um, to your package and the reason you book now is because if you have a specific type of room in mind um, a lot of these resorts if you want oceanfront or if you want that master suite that you know has the swim out pool you need to book that early because there are only so many of those types of rooms at each resort and so that's really why a lot of people want to book early is to get that specific type of room um, and that could be Mexico. That could be Disney World as well. I mean, there are certainly different types of rooms at each resort that are going to go as soon as they're available, uh, yeah. and so that's a good reason to book early. Um, yeah.
0: Well, How how is there a limit to how far out you can book on some of the on most of those things or most of those trips?
1: Well, right now we aren't seeing or in my searches, I haven't come across any supplier that's going that has showing availability past December 2021. And so um, usually, like for Disney vacations, for example, you usually could get in and reserve a room for January 2022 by now, but right now they haven't opened that up yet. And so you, you might have a little bit more restriction, but you can easily get the rest of this year you can get something reserved but even if you let your travel agent know um hey i really want to go next spring break to disney world or you know we really want that hawaiian vacation next summer um if you let us know you know we just keep it on our list and as soon as we see that available we reach back out
0: awesome cool well, if, you know, if someone is seeing this and is, you know, needing to get away from the snow, uh, again, kind of remind us where the best places are to to reach you.
1: Yeah, um, well, you can go to my website, fourpointsmom.com. It's where you'll find kind of all of this resource I talked about earlier. Um, That don't have to do with travel, but then you also will be able to click on travel and that's where you'll find an inquiry form, you'll find a little bit more about what my services entail there. But then also I'm most active on my Four Points Mom Travel Facebook page. And so that would just be facebook.com backslash Four Points Mom Travels. Um, Also, you can do Facebook just Four Points Mom. Um, I have a few different things. I know it's confusing but typically you, t- you type in four points, mom, you'll, you'll find me.
0: <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to sit down with me today and uh, do this virtually and uh, hope you uh, hope travel gets back up and going as, as normally as possible here before long.
1: Yes. Fingers crossed.
0: Yep. Yeah. Have a great day.